Hello and good morning. This is Deacon Pat coming to you from the Catholic Journey. And today is a beautiful Sunday. Well, I'm going to say beautiful. It's beautiful that it's Sunday. Uh, we have a little bit of smoke back in the area again. We had some really good air quality for the last couple of days in Northern California, and some of that smoke has creeped back in. <laughs> So it's not quite so good, but we did have Mass this morning at St. Joseph's Parish in uh, Marysville, California, and we can't have Mass inside uh, the church at this time because uh, some of the restrictions of the coronavirus, but we had it uh, outdoors across the street at Notre Dame School, kind of in their enclosed little playground parking lot area, which is actually quite large, and uh, we had three big, uh, I, I what do we call them, like segregated areas? I don't know that they're segregated. Um, three areas uh, that were set up um, with quite a few chairs, and uh, it was full, overflowing to the sides. And it was really nice because people could sit um, kind of in an orderly fashion. It's very similar to what you'd do in a church if you chose to do so. Or if you wanted to be out to the side, off by yourself, um, there was enough room there that people could just pick up their chairs and go wherever they like. And especially if they didn't want to wear a mask, um, as long as you're six feet away from another person, there's no really need to wear the mask. Um, that's our current recommendations in this area. And um, so people um, had some autonomy to choose how they would like to be. Do they want to be um, very close to the community, sitting side by side? Or do they want to kind of spread out and do what they'd like to do? And um, what I found is, um, <laughs> now that I've moved farther away from the city... And I think I've mentioned with you guys before, Liz and I, our mentality is we're not city folk. We haven't spent uh, much time really in cities, um, although we have from time to time, but we're really we're raised out in the country and most of our life has been out in the country. I did notice that there is quite a difference in mentality, uh, ideology um, for city folk and for um, country folk. And I... Uh, really clearly identify more with the country folk. <laughs> so it's nice to be uh, where I'm at. Well, we had that great mass today and uh, Father, oh my goodness, Father had a great homily. Um, <clears throat> I could tell he put a lot of time into preparation and uh, right away um, just a smile beamed across my face um, when I heard that he was quoting Mother Angelica. <laughs> he quoted a great story uh, from Mother Angelica. And I'll share, uh, I'll share just uh, what I recall of that in a minute. But let me quickly just uh, share the gospel with you um, today. It's not, it's not, uh, it's probably moderate in length, um, and um, and then we'll talk about it a little bit, just uh, just off the cuff. Um, so the gospel is from the Gospel of Matthew. It's chapter twenty, uh, verses one through sixteen. It goes like this: Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for the vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into the vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out at five o'clock, the landover found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too go into my vineyard. 
When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started around five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only an hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burdens and heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give the last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, <clears throat> there's a lot in that gospel. But um, let me jump back really quick. Um, and this is just going off, off of memory. But uh, Father, um, his, ma- his name, uh, my pastor, his name looks like Father Michael. Um, he's a Polish priest. But it's actually pronounced um, Mihao, Father Mihao. Doesn't that actually sound Asian in a way? I joked with him the other day. I said that sounds that sounds Asian. He said, and he and he chuckled and he said, "No, that's how you pronounce it, Father Mihao." <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, so I I just beamed with a smile when he started his homily off and uh, and he uh, started quoting a, a story that he heard from uh, Mother Angelica. I I just love her. You know, she's deceased now sure she's in heaven. She's quite a saintly lady. Um, she's the founder of the EWTN network, which has really evangelized the world and nourished uh, so many souls, including my own. But um, he was talking about a story um, about a lady who was a fervent Catholic lady, and, and the husband <clears throat> was, I can't remember if he was not Catholic. I think he was Catholic, but he was one of those lukewarm at best Catholics and really um, just wasn't a very nice man and uh, treated her not very well. And uh, she prayed for him throughout all the years and wanted him to convert, um, or at least, yeah, he must not have been Catholic because she prayed for him to convert. And um, and he never would, never would. They got well into their life, into their uh, old age, and and she was quite disgruntled with, with him and how he's treated her you know, throughout uh, all the years and how she was just uh, diligent with going to Mass and being, uh, you know, quite a good uh, Catholic lady uh, with her prayer life and her servant uh, attitude. Anyway, it got close to, um, you know, the, 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 the ending years of their life. And then all of a sudden he had a conversion of heart and he became Catholic and received the sacraments and uh, was fully initiated into the church, and uh, was repentful in his ways, and all <clears throat> at that point then uh, <clears throat> really was forgiven uh, using the sacra- sacraments of the church. And um, she became really quite upset. She went to the priest one day and said, "I can't, uh, I can't handle that. Uh, that I've worked my whole life and I've tried my best." Um, to always do what's right. I never missed Mass on Sundays. I, I tithed uh, what I needed to tithe and what I could tithe. Um, I sacrificed so much in my life, and I did this for, for 80 years of my life. And here comes this horrible man, and, 
and he treated me horribly all through these years. And um, I, I, you know, begged him, I encouraged him to change his ways, and he never did, never did. And here he is at the very end of his life, and then he changes his mind, and he joins us in our faith. And he is equal to me. <laughs> he is going to get to go to heaven when he treated me so badly that he should be in hell. <laughs> And um, anyway, I, I butchered that story so much, but um, uh, but you get the point. And it really uh, coincides with the gospel about the, the last will be first and the first will be last in some regards. And that's what's so beautiful about our Catholic faith is that, um, yes, we're all sinners. We all sin in different ways. Some of us, you can clearly see the sins. Um, and then for most of us, our sins are hidden. You know, for the unmarried um, young, you know, teenager who becomes pregnant, you can see their sins. For those that are morbidly obese, um, you can see their sin on them, the sin of gluttony with them. Um, the alcoholic who is not a functional alcoholic, but an alcoholic who the disease has really overtaken them, um, it's easy to see their sin. But that is the very few uh, in regards to really how many of us out there um, are, are sinners ourselves and we hide it to the best of our ability. But the good thing about our church, good thing about our faith is that um, God knows our heart. And when we repent, um, that repentance is, uh, doesn't matter when it comes or how late that comes, it is always received. God doesn't care when we turn around and, uh, and to change our ways and to reunite with him and to try to live a good, godly, and holy life. And I think that's something for us to, to think about is, you know, where are we in, in really the trajectory of our life? And, you know, because the, the horrible... Um, the horrible, almost unthinkable thing would be is that, uh, is that we wait too long. Wait too long until we do die and we haven't repented. We haven't turned around our life. And then it's too late. It's too late at that point. Um, because if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard that um, you know God is also a God of justice. He gives us free will in our life. But if we choose to really stay away from him, he will honor that choice when it comes time to eternal life. And he will allow us to, to really be separate from him. And, and that really being separate from God, who is love, that's what hell is. Hell, hell is not really about just burning in the fires that you see so much. Really, it's, it's the absence of love in our life. And when you have an absence of love in your life, um, especially God's love, which is all-encompassing, um, it is just torture. Just to be just filled with such loneliness emptiness without purpose. Um, so anyway, think about where you are. Have you repented in your life? Are you trying to live a good Christian, solid life? Um, not just on Sundays, but every day of the week. And, uh, and if not, um, start today. Um, just uh, take a few minutes and uh, kneel down, maybe at the edge of your bed or, or wherever you are. Just uh, kneel down, take a moment. Kneel down in all humility um, cross yourself in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and say with really a contrite heart and a contrite spirit, Lord, I am so sorry for all those things I have done and how I have offended thee. I hope with your grace and your help 
that I can change my ways. I will do my best, and I will return to the sacraments. I will go to confession as soon as I can to receive, really, that grace, that honor of, 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 of really revealing out of the darkness into the light, those sins that I carry around with me, and then I will astutely listen to those priest's words where he's acting in persona of you, God, as he forgives me of all my iniquities, all my sinfulness. He cleans my heart and my soul and allows me to start anew. It doesn't matter how long it's been since I've been away from you. I know what's most important is that I return to you. Lord, I give you my all. You are my Savior. You are my everything. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. Well, thank you for listening to this really brief Catholic journey. Um, I hope you have a peaceful day. I hope you do not work today. I hope you uh, take time off to think about your relationship with God. Think about your relationship with others. Get some rest. Gosh, we work so hard physically or even mentally. We work hard. We need to rest. We need to repair our mind, our soul, our bodies, um, eat healthy, and uh, think about people that are important in your life. Reach out to them, maybe a phone call. This is the day to really do God's work. And God's work often is just sharing your love and your kindness. Let others know that they're not alone, that you care about them, and that you want to be loved too. Because in the end, isn't that what we all want? To be needed loved and wanted. God bless you. This is Deacon Pat from The Catholic Journey. Have a wonderful day. And until I see you again, God bless and may God forever keep you in his loving embrace. <laughs>